0: Blog Talk Radio
1: And there arose a king in Egypt Who knew not Yahweh And the fear of the Hebrews fell upon the people of the land So Pharaoh set taskmasters over the people of the land Who laid heavy burdens on them which were bitter to bear And the children of Israel cried out unto the Most High. And he heard them from beyond the everlasting hills. In time he raised up unto them a deliverer whose name was Mashak. And Mashak grew mighty and was taught in all the wisdom of Egypt. But he was a man who chose not to live out his days in the pleasures of Misraim, And so answered the call of his destiny. And he came to the mountain of Alakim, which was called Horea, where he saw a flame of fire burning around a bush, but the bush was not consumed. And the Moloch of the highest appeared to him and spoke from out of the midst of the fire, saying, I have seen the affliction of my people in Egypt and have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Now therefore I will send you unto Pharaoh, that you may bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Masha asked, when I come to the people and they ask, what is his name? What shall I say? The scriptures declare that Elohim said, Ahaya Ashar, Ahiah, Meaning I am that I am, I will be who I will be. He said, moreover to him, Thou shalt you say to the children of Israel, Yahuwah the Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, the Elohim of Isaac, and the Elohim of Jacob have sent me unto you. This is my name forever and my memorial unto all generations. And the children of Israel became vain in their imaginations and corrupting all their ways so that they sought to replace the name of Yahuwah with the name of Adonai, meaning Lord. And many forgot his name and went after Baal, which also means the Lord. And from that time, many false names for our Creator have gone out into the world, following us into these last days and creating a controversy among the nations. Our heavenly Father who desires that his elect be not ignorant of his name, nor that we should be moved by the signs of the times, but that we should be steadfast in the truth, not wavering nor tossed and turned by the mouths of men. For some say that his name is Yahweh, while others say that it is Jehovah. Still others foolishly declare that it cannot be known. But we who are called and chosen have a sure word of revelation which has come down from the Father of Light, who would not have His people to walk in darkness. For I declare that we are the children of light. For He has revealed through the Ruach. Take the original vowel sounds A and U, which are from the three pure vowel sounds which make up all the Semitic languages and apply them to the four Hebrew letters Yod-Heh-Wah-Heh and the name of Yahuwah is revealed. Therefore, let the name of Yahuwah rise upon the islands of Indonesia and echo beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. Let his magnificent name soar above the heights of the Himalayas rest upon the shores of Sri Lanka. The voice of a messenger rise upon the clouds Races on the wings of the wind, saying, Send tidings of his name to them that dwell in Ghana. Let the name of Yahuwah shake the land of Africa. Clare his name in Zambia, Tanzania. Let it be shouted from Mozambique. Send messengers to sail across the Nile and awaken them that dwell in the Sudan. Let the name of Yahuwah invade the mountains of Afghanistan and rock the whole Middle East. Let his mighty name stretch forth with wings across Europe and Asia and cause them to tremble and sleep in China. Oh, let his name circle over the Atlantic, the Pacific, and all the oceans of the world to touch the shores of America. That his name might read from the peaks of the Appalachian Mountains to the end of the Rio Grande, let it's name extend out over the continental divide and journey down to feel Brazil. And oh, let Yahuwah's elect publish his name in every nation and kingdom on the face of the earth. Let it be published in every country, in every city, and in every state. Yea, let it mount up and ride upon the wings of the eagles. Let it glide with the falcons, the hawks, and the crows. Let it reach up beyond the heights of the condors. That his name might touch the stars and feel the cosmos. Let the malachim come down from the Shamayim. Let them ride upon the chariots of fire. Let them circle the cities. Let them stand upon the walls. Sound an alarm to the ends of the earth. And lift up the trumpet to declare, Yahuwah is mighty. Our king is strong. He is subdued the, the nations. He is crowned the sun. Let everything that has breath sing praises to his name. Let everything with breath praise the name of Yahuwah. Finally, when the end comes, when all things have been put under his feet, and all the nations have been gathered to meet in the city of gold, which is planted in paradise, We will all lift up together with one voice, magnify the name of Yahuwah forever.
0: Shalom and Shabbat Shalom. Testing one, two, okay, hallelujah, welcome to Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio. This is where we speak the unadulterated and the uncompromising word of truth. My name is Abiyahu or Obadiah. I'm just a humble servant of Yahuwah. I'm speaking to you in the name of our Heavenly Father, whose name is Yahusha. He is our elder brother, our king, and our high priest. On today's show... We are doing a special bonus instruction on the stranger and the sojourner and nation Yashariel. Those of you who are listening on today by divine appointment, you will get the notes and the teaching um, way ahead of um, those who are going to tune in on Friday if Yahuwah is willing. So I'm giving us a bonus teaching today to show you in scripture who are the stranger and the sojourner that's going to be able to enter into nation Yashariel? In. So I am very excited to bring you this bonus teaching um, and this instruction. Uh, I'm very happy that you're here with me, and thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. I'm um, Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio is brought to you by the family uh, of the Joneses. Hallelujah! Out in Nevada. And also by SALT, the acronym for Sisters Abiding in Light and Truth. It is also brought to you by the Richardson Family Foundation out in South Carolina. And also by the Bullock Family Foundation out in Arizona. Tudah unto you. And Barakata. Alrighty. Today is Monday, March the 9th, 2020. According to the man-made Jesuit Gregorian calendar, it is the 22nd day of the 12th Kodash or of the 12th month. So we have more than a week to go before we go into our Rosh Hashanah, into the new year. Now, some people are already getting into their Rosh Hashanah, uh, claiming, quote-unquote, that uh, we are in the new year because they looked at the moon. And people need to understand what's going on with that. Uh, I saw a couple of people um, are uh, celebrating the Rosh Hashanah now uh, because they were saying that the, uh, the since the new moon showed up, that they'll be able now to celebrate their new year. Y- Yahuwah commanded something different. And I'd like to read that to you. Uh, before we go into today's program, uh, for those of you who have the Yobelim or the Jubilees, uh, if you go to chapter, and I want to make sure I get it right. If you go to chapter number, I, I believe is chapter, is it chapter one or chapter two? Uh, let me get it together. I believe it's chapter one of the book of Yobalim, the book of Jubilees. It tells us very specifically that it is not the Yarak, or it's not the moon that determines the seasons. It doesn't determine in you know anything of that nature. It is the sun that does it. The book of Jubilees, the book of Yobalim, chapter two. Verse 9 clearly says, and Elohim appointed the sun to be a great sign on the earth for days, and for Shabbat, and for Kodash which is the months, and for feast, and for years, and for Shabbat of years, and for jubilees, and for all seasons of the years. Okay? So it says it right there. If you read furthermore in the book of Hanak, or the book of Enoch, it would clearly tell you that as well that it is the Sun based on how it's positioned around the earth that will determine the days not the moon okay so a lot of people are getting that confused you can also go into yet a I believe another chapter of the book of Yabel and the book of Jubilees You can go to Jubilees chapter 6, Yobalim 6, in verse number 34. And all the children of Yasharia will forget and will not find the path of the years. And will forget the Kodeshim. They're going to forget the months, the new months, and Mordim, seasons, and Shabbats, and they will go wrong as to all the order of the years. For I know, and from henceforward will I declare it unto you. And it is not of my own devising, for the sapphire written before me and on the heavenly tablets the division of days is ordained, unless they forget the feast of the covenant and walk according to the feast of the Gentiles after their error and after their ignorance. Listen to verse 36. For there will be those who will assuredly make observations of the moon, how it disturbs the seasons, and will come in from year to year, ten days too soon. So according to the father's timetable, the sun has a particular rotation of 364 days. But according to Yahuwah's word, the moon, or what we call the lunation, it has a particular timetable of 354 days. And this is what you're going to read in verse 37. And for this reason, the years will come upon them when they will disturb the order and will make an abominable day, the day of testimony, and an unclean day, of feast day. And they will confound all the days. The Kodush with the unclean and the unclean day with the Kodush. For they will go wrong as to the month and the Shabbat and the feast and the Yubayim, which is the Jubilees. Okay? So right there, we think that it is not the moon that determines it. It is indeed the sun. Just to uh, bring that up to you, just a note for this morning. You could do the research. For yourself, and I thank Yahua for the reading and for the writing of His debater, of His Word. All right, so we are keeping Shabbat on today. Shabbat Shalom unto all of you. Uh, for those of you who kept your Shabbat uh, traditionally uh, this weekend, um, I hope you had a very enjoyable Shabbat that you was able to rest. Hallelujah, uh, and uh, I have a couple of announcements to give you, and then we'll go right into uh, the particular teaching, the special edition of Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio. Uh, first and foremost, um, the, uh, there is a cancellation of the Hebrew conference um, that's going to be happening out in High Point, North Carolina. I will not be speaking there on April the 17th. Um, there were some reasons that I'd rather not to discuss on the air pertaining to that, but uh, they are going to cancel uh, me coming out to speak on that day, all right? So um, there would not be uh, a teaching in the name of Yahweh uh, pertaining uh, to the uh, identity crisis, so I would not be there, but instead... On April the 3rd through the 5th, I'll be speaking, hallelujah uh for the Kingdom Harvest Congregation. We're going to open up the congregation uh, right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, we're going to have Peshach. Uh, we're going to have the feet washing and also the breaking of bread. Uh, that's going to start at 6 o'clock p.m. here in Charlotte. Um, and then we're going to have a teaching afterwards. Uh, for those of you who would like to attend... Uh, please email us at Kingdom Harvest Congregation, Kingdom Harvest Congregation at gmail.com, or you can email me personally at Talk teach, at gmail.com, and I will get, get you the information um, to you. Then on Saturday morning, I'll be speaking at the Liberty Community Shabbat Congregation out at Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, that teaching will start at 10 o'clock a.m. I'll be there from 10 to 2 uh, to 12 o'clock noon. And then at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be back at the Kingdom Harvest of Charlotte, and we'll be teaching there. And then we will close out on Sunday. Okay, so uh, I'm very excited uh, about that. Uh, for those of you who are not able to attend, uh, we're going to have a uh, particular video conference of set up, we're going to have a webinar set up so that you'll be able to watch it. Hallelujah! You'll be able to watch the teachings, and also um, it will be on Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio. Okay, so I will have all of those um, set up live. Hallelujah! So I'm very excited about that. Um, as stated, for more information, you can uh, email us at Kingdom Harvest Congregation at Gmail. If you like to listen to the archives, once again, you can always go through www.blogtalkradio.com, type up Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio up in the upper right-hand corner of the page. You should see a magnifying glass, type that up, and then you'll see that we have close to 1,400 broadcasts that is in the archives that we have done over the years, and it will include today's teaching. And if you're unable to get it and listen to it in its entirety, please email me at talkteachtestify.gmail.com. A lot of people have been saying, you know, I've been trying to play it, but it gets cut off after a a certain amount of time. And I will put it into MP3 format and send it out to you with no charge. So I will make sure that you'll be able to get the PDF. Or, um, or you can get the MP3 as well. You know, if you want the note, I can send it to you, um, PDF as well. You can just Google up Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio if you like. I do have a Twitter page, a Facebook page of Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio. Or, uh, you know, like I said, just Google it up. You can uh, see that I am on iTunes. If you have an product like an iPhone or iPad, uh, you could go to a lot of different podcasts. There's a lot to choose from, so you can go on to there as well. Um, I do believe that there are, um, let, let me see, I think there's like 10 different avenues to choose from. Um, you can uh, go and look at Cloud or you can go through Pod Paradise, or Podtail.com, or Listen Notes. There's just a lot to choose from. So uh, just Google up Talk Teach and Test My Radio, and you'll be able to follow along. All right, that is it for the announcements. I'm just gonna go ahead and do a brief review. And summary, we're just going to clear everything up today, uh, plus I'm going to put in additional scriptures and passages just so that you'll be able to uh, catch up uh, or to get a better understanding as to what we have taught um, previously in the five-part uh, series that we have taught pertaining to the stranger and the sojourner. My disclaimer is this, to begin I wanted to do this teaching because people are arguing about the color of their skin, and we're from Judah, or we're from Yahuda, and we're the only ones that can enter to the kingdom. We're going to be looked at more special than everybody else. Well, besides, uh, you know, the Gentiles that are going to be coming in, they're going to be like our slaves. They're going to be serving us, and they're going to have to um, obey to what we do, and et cetera, et cetera. I wanted to kill all of those particular, uh, if you will, uh, those false statements. Uh, I I wanted also to encourage those who come from Gentile lands or from those uh, who are not the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Yeku, that once you have received the Ruach HaKodesh, you believe in Yahusha HaMashiach, and that is the door that will lead you to Yahweh in his Torah, that now you are my brother, you are my sister in Yahuwah, and you do belong to the nation of Yashariel based on your amunia, please look up amunia, your absolute belief in your creator. Yahuwah not once told us that only his people, the nation of Yashariel, and them only will be able to enjoy the land of milk and honey. It is also those Gentiles who are willing to become his people. I love that. We read Galatians chapter 2. We went over that. and Galatians chapter 2, it brings clarity. Let's go to Galatians 2. It says this very clearly. Well, not Galatians 2, please forgive me. Galatians 3. Galatians 3 says in verse 25, But after that immunity is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. It doesn't mean that you do not need the Torah. It means that you are no longer just under the letter there's a spiritual intent that Yahweh is trying to get to his people. Verse 26, for you are all children of Elohim by absolute belief in Mashiach, Yahusha. For as many of you have put, have been immersed in Mashiach, have put on Mashiach. Neither is there Yahudai, nor Hellenist. We went over what was the terminology of the Hellenist. It is a person who was born in Yahuda but yet they speak Greek or they took on the Greek customs and traditions of the Greeks or of the Romans. Okay? This will be considered to be quote unquote a goi or a Gentile. There's neither Yahudai nor Gentile, there's neither bond nor free, there's neither male nor female, for we are all one in Mashiach Yahusha. Look at verse 29. And if you be Mashiach, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You become Abraham's seed Once you are in Mashiach. Hallelujah. So there it is right there. It clearly states it. Okay? Very beautiful. Hallelujah. We got to get the revelation of Yausuf or Joseph wing you know, wing the you know, the garment of all colours. Abraham, hallelujah, was said that he would be the father of all nations. That's what his name means. Abraham means father. Look at Ab, Abraham. He is the father of all nations. All nations will come into his family. His family is Yashariel that was birthed out of his loins. hallelujah. Okay? So if you study the beginning of how Yahweh established his family, his kingdom, then you will understand that pertaining to Abraham. Through Abraham in his absolute belief, people was able to be circumcised, cutting off the flesh, and they would come into covenant with Yahweh. All right? Very powerful. Okay. Brother Abed listen. I've been going through, I've been dealing with doing things pertaining to the customs of the Gentiles. What did they do back then when they were doing things in ignorance? Well, let's go to Bar Mitzvah. Let's go to Numbers. Chapter 15. Numbers chapter 15. Watch this because it's going to give us revelation and insight as to what they were doing as far as bringing in sins that they did not even know that they were doing. You have people who are being, you know, grafted into the nation of Yashariel. Ever since they came out of the wilderness, even when they came to the people of Mizraim, there were people from Egypt or from Mizraim who walked with the nation of Yashariel, and they became part of the nation as well. Let's read this because it is very powerful. I'm going to read it first from the I S R from the uh, from the scriptures. And then I will go ahead and read it from the King James Version so that people can get an understanding. Because a lot of people, they read it through there. Okay. The scriptures, the ISR, I'm reading it from by Midbar, or Numbers chapter 15, verse 22 says, And when you sin by mistake... And do not do all these commands which Yahuwah has spoken to Masha, all that Yahuwah has commanded you by the hand of Masha, from the day Yahuwah gave command and onward towards your generations. Then it shall be, if it is done by mistake, without the knowledge of the congregation, that all the congregation shall prepare one young bull as a burnt offering, as a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah with its grain offering and its drink offering according to the right ruling, and one male goat as a sin offering. Listen to this, verse 25. Then the kohal, which is the priest, the Kohan, shall make atonement for all the congregation of the children of Yahsharia, and they shall be forgiven them. For it was by mistake. And they shall bring their offering, and offering made by fire to Yahuwah, and their sin offering before Yahweh for their mistake. It doesn't say for their habit. It says for their mistake. Verse twenty-six says, and it shall be forgiven all the congregation of the children of Yashariel. Listen, and the stranger who sojourns in their midst, mm. because all the people did it. By mistake. Another version says. Seeing that all the people. Were in ignorance. Verse 27. And if a being sins. By mistake. Then he shall bring a she. Or a female goat. A year old. As a sin offering. You see that. Another version says. And if any soul sins through ignorance. Ignorance simply means you did not know. If it was done by mistake, then you can bring a Shigo of the first year for a sin offering. Verse 28. And the Kohan shall make atonement for the being who strays by mistake. When he sins by mistake before Yahweh to make atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. I'm going to stop here before I continue because there are many things as you are walking into the knowledge of the truth, as you are in the wilderness, in your exodus with Yahweh, and you're going to make a mistake because you simply did not know. And because you made the mistake back then during the times of Masha, you was forgiven. Nowadays, you don't have to go through the customs of the priests. Because Yahusha has dealt with that for you already. Hallelujah So it is the honesty of your heart. And we'll read later on why Yahuwah don't even want sacrifices anymore. <laughs> okay? So it is all about heart condition of the individual. It says of the children of Yahushua and the stranger who sojourns In their midst. The question is okay, brother, what stranger? Well, remember we went over the particular Hebrew words for stranger? In this instance, it's talking about the ger, the one who was a foreigner and now is a proselyte or a convert. Remember we went over that teaching on yesterday. And we read Acts chapter 13 how there were devoted uh, converts or proselytes who walked with the particular multitude to hear the teachings of Shaul. You saw a mixture, hallelujah. You saw, number one, the the children of Yahudah, the ones who were from the bloodline of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the particular Gentiles, the devoted proselytes or converts or the Gur that was gathered together on the Shabbat to listen to the teaching of Shaul. We read in Acts chapter 13 that the Yahudim, there were some who were angry and they were jealous and envious as to what was going on. And Shaul had to make it crystal clear that this is written in Torah, that they will be able to come in. It was written in the book of Yahshua, Yahu. Remember, we went over that as to what was said. And we read that. Hallelujah. Okay. So we went over that. What was the one verse that was said? He said, "For it was written. He said, Yahuwah had commanded us, saying that I will set you to be a light of the goyim, of the Gentiles, of the nations, that you should be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. Remember, we went over that, and it was in connection with what we, what we read in the book of Yahshua, the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 6, chapter 49, verse 6, and chapter 60, verse 3. Okay, getting back into the lesson. Hallelujah. All right, so we have read that and we saw that, right? Okay. Now, going back to Bab Mitchbar or going back to Numbers, chapter 15, because I just wanted to show you that. Let's look at verse 29. It clearly says you shall have what? Echad Torah. Now I want to talk about that. It's uh, uh, echad just doesn't mean one. That that interpretation is is you know is not too clear. Strong's Concordance H two fifty nine tells you what echad is. Echad is the only one. That's what that is. It is the only one. It is the one and only. When you read the Shema, and it, and we read that Yahweh is Echad, it means He's the only one. There's no Father, Son, and Holy Ghost being the same thing. Yahweh is the only, only Savior. He's the only Most High. He's the Most High, Supreme Elohim. It says, "You shall have the only, the only Torah for him that sins through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Yerchariel, and for the what the girl or the stranger that sojourns among them." So it says, "This is the one and only Torah that only." for the children of Yahsharia, but also for the one who walks with you and sojourns with you, who keeps the same Torah as you do. So I don't know where people come, at, come up with, okay, where there's this Torah for the Gentiles. They don't have to do what the nation of Yasharia does and vice versa. It goes for one and for all. Whoever walks in the culture of righteousness in the name of Yahweh there is one set of instructions and teachings it is both for the children of Yahshareel and for the uh, for the gentile who walks with us i want to read this because we see a big error uyyagra leviticus chapter number 19 okay Uyagra, Leviticus chapter 19. Let's read verses, this is good. Let's read verses 33, 34, and 35. Okay, so we're going to read Uyagra, Leviticus chapter 19, verses 33 through 35. Here's what it states. It clearly says, and if a stranger, the ger, if a gar or a stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall not vex them. The Strong's Concordance word, of uh, the Hebrew word from the Strong's Concordance H. 3238 is yana. Yana means to be violent with or to suppress to maltreat or to oppress or to be proud toward, to do violence. Did you get that? So many of us that's in the nation of Yahsharia, who are descendants of Abraham, Yassir, and Yeku, are too proud to vex the absolute belief of the stranger who sojourns with us. You're not to suppress them or maltreat or maltreat them. You're not to try to destroy their absolute belief. You're not to do violence with them in any kind of way, physical or spiritual. Verse 34 says, but the guard, the stranger that dwells with you shall be unto you as one born among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Misrahim. I need Yahweh Elohim. Or it would say this in the actual scriptures. It says, I am Yahweh Elohim, which brought you out of the land of Misrahim." Hallelujah. So it tells us, number one, we're not to do what? We're not to vex the stranger who walks with us. The stranger that dwells with us will be like one who was born through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You shall love him as yourself. Now, if that sojourner who sojourns with you cannot love you, as a brother, Yahuwah would deal with that, just like he would deal with you if you don't love the stranger. Okay? Hallelujah, Yahuwah. So we can't worry about, okay, if they're going to try to infiltrate us, Uh, you know, maybe we need to interview them to find out if they really got the Ruach, HaKodesh, Yahuwah would deal with them. Okay? So, for you are strangers in the land of Mizraim, I am Yahuwah, Elohim, verse 35 says, you shall do no unrighteousness in judgment or in extension, in weight or in measure. Hallelujah. We should have a equal balance when it comes to judging righteously. We should be meek in doing that. Okay. So that Hebrew word there, yana, means to vex or to suppress or mistreat. Um, The Brown Driver Briggs says to treat violently or to do wrong or to force oppression. Okay. Let's go back to by Mitzbar. Let's go to Numbers. Let's go back to Numbers chapter 20. I'm just throwing some scriptures or um, bringing forth some scriptures unto you to show you, once again, that Yahuwah did allow sojourners or strangers, as the English would say, these sojourners who came from Mizraim, they was called the mixed multitude, right? And they would come in as long as as they kept Yahweh as their supreme Elohim, they was able to walk with the nation of Yashariel. And they had to be treated one and the same. By Midbar, Numbers chapter 20. Let's read verse number 14 and 15. And before I continue, I have to stop here. Remember what we read in uh, Yasha Yahu or Isaiah chapter 11? Do anybody remember that? When it says that Judah or Yahudah shall not vex Ephraim? I-, I was just being brought back into the remembrance of that. Okay, so uh, remember, uh, Ephraim or Ephraim was the northern um, kingdom of Yahsharia. So since Yahuda has the kingdom, they are not to vex those who were in the northern kingdom who turned into Gentiles later on. The same word, um, Yana, was used in that instance too. Okay, so I just wanted to put that out. Okay, by Midbar chapter 20, Numbers 20 verse 14, it says this, it says, and Masha sent merchants from Kodash to the sovereign of Edom. This is what your brother Yashariel said. You know all the hardship that has befallen us, that our fathers went down to Mizraim, and we dwelled in Mizraim a long time, and Mizraim did evil to us and our fathers. Now, I want to go back to where it says, in the Miserahim did evil to us. Uh, you will read in the King James Version, you'll see that same word, uh, Raha, right, which is almost from Yana. Uh, Strong's Concordance 87489. Raha means to spoil or do evil or be an evildoer. To do harm or to vex or to punish. So you can see in this instance, this is a different Hebrew word here. It also means to do ill will toward or to do wicked. That's what the Mizrahim did. Okay? Once again, I'm using the brown driver bricks. Raha also means to be bad or to be displeasing to cause injury or to do hurt, to do mischief, to break something or someone into pieces. So that's what they was trying to they was trying to break the spirit of the nation of Yashariel when they were in Misraim. This is a particular note that I would like to proclaim before we continue. The nation of Yashariel was judged when Yashariel was in Misrahim. You get that? The nation of Misraim. When you talk about Egypt, they were judged when Yashariel was in Misraim. But we see some came out with Yashariel because they did not receive the same punishment with their nation. This is also going to happen in the nation of Yahsharia when judgment will come in, in Yasharir as well. But you're going to later see a remnant that's going to be preserved in there in the later or the latter days. Okay, so this is why we're going over this because the latter days are here, and we're going to see that there will be a remnant. We're going to see time and time again how history repeats itself. Yahuwah proclaimed that he's going to destroy the nations. He's going to destroy the heathens. But out of these nations, one that loves his name, one that loves and keeps his covenant, they will not partake in the destruction of their nation. So just because a person was born in America doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to suffer from the sins of their nations. Uh, of their nation. There's going, to be an individ- there's going to be individuals who hold on to the hope of Yahweh and they will have absolute belief in Him. So you cannot be quick to critique or to criticize a person because of skin color or their nationality. If they love Yahweh, hallelujah, let them embrace Yahweh and let them keep Torah. Let's look at Ezekiel, and I'm going to go ahead and close here. I wanted to do a very short lesson. This is just a bonus teaching just so that we can get very excited about what we're going to bring forth on Friday. Ezekiel chapter 28. Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel chapter 28. All right. We there? Hallelujah. Okay. Let's look at verse 10. One verse in particular. Hallelujah. Watch this. You shall die the death of the uncircumcised by the hand of the Zer. There's the different definition of stranger, right? Strong's Concordius H2114. The Zer. This is one who commits adultery toward Yahweh, someone who profanes Torah, the uh, the one who is Torahlessness, the one who commits consistently iniquity. You should die the deaths of the uncircumcised by the hand of the Zer, for I have spoken it, says Master Yahweh. Okay. So not all strangers who said that they are under Yahweh, they are really for him. Hmm. Let's look at Uyaykara. Let's look at Leviticus, chapter 26. it's not up to you to determine your vengeance toward the Zer or the stranger, the one who commits adultery toward Yahweh, the one who backslides toward Yahweh. Yahweh will take care of that. You just have to make sure that you are in alignment with Yahweh and his instructions and having his ruach. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 40. If they shall confess their lawlessness and the lawlessness of their fathers. See, that's very important. The church don't teach you to repent for the sins of your forefathers. Oh, yeah, just repent for your sins only. If they should confess their lawlessness and the iniquity of their fathers with their trespass which they trespass against me and that also they walk contrary unto me and that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into the land of their enemies if then their uncircumcised hearts be humble and they then accept of the punishment of their lawlessness then will I remember my covenant with Yaqub and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember and I will remember the land that's what's happening over in Palestine huh okay very powerful right there If their circumcised hearts, their uncircumcised hearts, become humbled and they then accept of the punishment of their lawlessness, then he will remember the covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he will remember the land. This was said in Torah as to what will happen. This wasn't just happening during the time when Babylon came and invaded. Yahweh spoke these things right here. Verse 43 says, The land also shall be left of them, and they shall enjoy her Shabbat, while she lies desolate without them, and they shall accept of the punishment of their lawlessness, because even when they despise my judgments and because their soul abhorred my statues. And yet for all that, when they be in the land of their enemies, I will not cast them away. Neither will I abhor them to destroy them utterly, and to break my covenant with them, for I am Yahuwah, their Elohim. But I will, for their sakes, remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I have brought forth out of the land of Mishraim, in the sight of the heathen, that I might be there, Elohim, I am Yahuwah. Isn't that powerful? How Yahuwah is using us through punishment and because of our absolute belief in our, um, we call it the, hallelujah, the the not the forgiveness, but rather the repentance or the tashubah. Hallelujah, because we go into tashubah, and to honest repentance then he will remember us and bring us back into the covenant that he had and this is going to be done in front of the heathen so that he may be there Elohim too you see that? so that it will bring people uh, a remnant out of all nations and bring them unto Yahweh as well hallelujah this is why you read these verses. Isaiah, Yashayahu, chapter fifty-two, verse one. Listen, awake, awake! Put on your strength, O Zion! Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the Kodush city. For henceforth. There shall no one come into you, the uncircumcised and the unclean. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Let's go. Let's stick with Yahshua, Yahshua. Let's stick with Isaiah. Instead of chapter 52, let's go to 61. All of these are talking about what's going to happen. Let, let's read from from the top. Let's start with verse 1. I love this because this is what Yahusha was telling him in his first sermon when he reached the synagogue, when he came out of the wilderness from his 40-day fast, when he came back to Galilee. It says, the Ruach of Yahuwah, Elohim is upon me, because Yahuwah has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. Okay, wait a minute. If Yahusha was Yahuwah in the flesh, how could the ruach of Yahuwah be upon him? Because had appoint, what? he had anointed and appointed me. How could he appoint and anoint himself? Let's continue to read. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of Yahuwah and the day of vengeance of our Elohim, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the ruach of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of Yahweh, that he might be extinct. Not us, so that Yahweh will. And all nations will see this. Verse 4, listen, because of the miraculous thing that Yahweh is going to do through his people, through Yahusha. Listen, verse 4, and they shall build the old ways. They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. Here we go, verse five. And deserve, remember the one who commits adultery, the one who profane Yahweh. And those strangers shall stand and feed your flock. And the sons of the aliens, the Dakar, remember the ones who practice heathenism, shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But you shall be named Kohanim, or the priest of Yahuwah. Men shall call you ministers, or the sharat, the worshipers of our Elohim. You shall eat the riches of the goyim, or the Gentiles, and in their esteem, you shall boast yourselves. The word Boast. I want to talk about that. The Hebrew word for that, Shons Concordians H. 3235, is Yamar. Yamar means to change places. The first shall be the last, and the last shall be first. The poor, re- the poor righteous teachers shall become the righteous, or the rich righteous teachers. That's why you read in the scriptures that the wicked are saving up the treasures for you. Because we're going to exchange. Just wanted to bring that to you. I love verse 8. Yahuwah said, no, let's go to verse 7 and 8. For your shame, you shall have double, and for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. For I, Yahuwah, love judgment, a robbery for burnt offering, and I will direct their work in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Hold it. Let's read verse 9. Because Yahweh has not forgotten his people. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the seed which Yahweh had brought. Hallelujah. This is going to be done in front of all nations, they will see the children of Yahweh. We need to stop putting, and I'm closing here, we need to stop putting people in the same box, okay, the Europeans, all of them, those are the Gentiles, they're not going to be able to get in, not all strangers, aliens, sojourners, Gentiles, heathens are alike or equal. Not all Of these individuals are wicked okay they from Germany wicked they from Italy wicked oh they from you know all you know all these Gentiles are not wicked we need to stay with the definition of wickedness according to what Yahweh told us in the scriptures those who do the will of Yahweh are not considered to be wicked those you got some who proclaim to be descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and still practice wickedness. Imagine that. What happens when they keep the Torah and the Commandments? What happens? when they are ha- they're walking with the Ruach HaKodesh. Guess what? They are set apart. They are Kodesh like we are. They are no longer doing the ways of their nations. They are no longer a part of that nation. They are part of a nation that keeps the culture of righteousness and being set apart. They're keeping whose Torah and whose commandments, Whose law are they keeping? I don't say that it makes them equal, but it gives them the opportunity and the chance to be Baruch, just like us. The promise of the inheritance that Yahuwah gave unto Abraham, they will receive the same thing. We read that already in Galatians chapter 3, verse 29. They can obtain salvation just like we can. I'll talk about that on Friday's teaching. Okay? All right, well, brothers and sisters, that'll do it for me and talk, teach, and testify Already, radio. I hope that you enjoyed the teaching. We are now at the top of the hour. Thank you very much for tuning in to the special edition. Uh, we will be on the air Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time if you're on the West Coast. We're going to start at 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please share this with your family, with your friends. Um, If you are indeed um, trying to uh, come into our congregational services, once again, they start on April the uh, 3rd through the 5th. You can email us at um, KingdomHarvestCongregation at gmail.com or email me at TalkTeachTestify at gmail.com for more information uh, we are going to start also having visuals, um, and we're going to have webinars so that you'll be able to see it. Uh, if you would like your name on the list, please email me so that that way you'll be able to see it, Talkteachtestify@gmail.com. And once again, I'm so excited, not just uh, the awakening of this people, but how we are staying awoke and not continuously hitting the snooze button. And, and going back to sleep to traditions and religion, um, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that uh, the, you know, that Yahuwah ha- has kept promise um, to his word, and his word is so true. For we read that his word is truth, and we're, we're so excited about that. Hallelujah, All right, Ahab to my brothers, Ahava to my sisters, this has been another Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio, um, a, a another episode, if you will, or another teaching. Please tune in on Friday. Hope to see you there, okay? Hallelujah. Shalom and Shabbat Shalom to one and unto all, and it is so.